0: The text that calls for attention on this Palm Sunday day is the Palm Sunday account from Saint Luke, uh, as it's recorded in chapter 19, and especially these words. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father. From our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Those crowds on Palm Sunday said things that made the religious leaders' skin crawl. They were proclaiming that Jesus had come from the Holy Father. They were suggesting that he was the one to come and take over David's royal throne. They were proclaiming him to be the Christ who would raise up the dead. The religious leaders, upon hearing all of this, decided that they had to act. They had to silence all of these things that were being said. They had to stop all of that blasphemy. And so they told Jesus that he had better silence his disciples or else they would hold him accountable for their words. It was then that Jesus responded in a rather cryptic yet powerful way. He said that if he silenced those voices, others would begin to sound. The very stones alongside of the road would cry out in praise. After all, Jesus had come not only ultimately to set humanity free, but to set all of creation free from the curse that had come in the Garden of Eden. Yes, he was the one who had come to save everyone and everything. That one who was on the donkey that day was the one who had come to free everyone and everything. So yes, if the people were silenced, then the stones would cry out. But did Jesus really mean that? Did he really mean that if the people stopped praising, somehow the stones would gain the ability to speak and sound forth his praise? I mean, after all, the last time I checked, stones don't have mouths, and they don't have vocal cords. So surely Jesus must have just been speaking in hyperbole, for stones don't cry out in praise. Oh sure, the wind can howl and the floorboards can creak, but stones don't speak. Or do they? Well of course we know that everyday occurrence, you're not going to be walking along and all of a sudden a stone is going to get talking a stone is not going to all of a sudden begin a conversation with you about the weather or something you know jesus did all sorts of things that others thought were impossible until they saw him do it after all just before the occasion of jesus entering into palm sunday we had the greatest miracle perhaps that jesus ever did He had raised up his friend Lazarus from the grave. And surely if the day before that you had taken a poll, a good strong majority would have agreed that a man lying dead in the grave for four days would not come forth. No, indeed, that man would never move again, they would have told you. But Jesus had made it so that that dead man could be raised. He had broken so many assumptions about what was possible by the things that he did. Those who were blind, even blind from birth, began to see. The lame not only walked, but they left. And demons, they jumped right out of the bodies of those who were oppressed at the word of Jesus. So perhaps Jesus is being serious. Maybe he really did mean that if the people stopped that day praising, that he would look and command those stones to sing, and they would. What if I told you that Jesus had already done that? What do I mean? Are you forgetting some miracle in the Bible where Jesus spoke to a stone and made it speak? No, I'm actually speaking about those very people who were singing his praise on Palm Sunday. I'm speaking of those who said, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I'm speaking of those who sang their Hosannas. I'm speaking of those who proclaimed that Jesus was the royal son of the great King David. You see, those people were stones that Jesus had brought forth praise from. Listen to the words of the prophet Ezekiel, which were spoken by the inspiration of the Spirit several hundred years before Palm Sunday. Listen there to the promises that God gave in those words. Listen to what God had declared that he would do for his people when the Christ came God had said to the prophet Ezekiel these words, I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh, and I will give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my rules and obey them. As yes, many hundreds of years before that day, Ezekiel had promised that God one day would take the stony hearts of men, and turn them into soft flesh. He would remove their unbelief that had been walled up by those stones in their heart. He would create faith that would dwell in those new hearts of flesh. He would silence every evil thought and every evil word and would bring forth instead praise from his people. Yes, he would bring forth praise from a bunch of stones. And so he did on Palm Sunday. He turned stony hearts into ones that were indeed filled with affection for the Lord Jesus. He silenced the words of those who were unbelieving and opened the mouths of those who believed to sing his praises. Yes, he was the one who brought forth that day praise from a bunch of stones. And so he desires to do here, this day, also. He wants to take your heart, pardon so often through sin, and give you again today a new heart of flesh. He wants to remove from you the spirits of doubt and disbelief and give you a new spirit, his Holy Spirit. He wants to open your mouth in order that you might sing his praises just like those people did back on that first Palm Sunday. He desires your hosannas, your proclamations that Jesus is King, your declaration that the Father has sent forth the Son in order that you might be saved. But don't think somehow he expects you just to muster up all of that affection yourself, or that he thinks that you can come up with all of those words on your own. After all, without him, you're about as likely to do that as the stones that were kicked underneath the feet of people on the way to Jerusalem. Without him, all you could offer to him would be a stony heart. And stony hearts do not praise. They do not sing. Thanks be to God that again this day, God, through his word being read, proclaimed, and sung, gives you a new heart. He gives you a new spirit. And that means that when Jesus comes here today to be present upon his altar, then you will be ready to sing. Today, we will sing again the Sanctus, which is that song we sing every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper. It's that piece of music that comes right before we hear the words of Jesus, right before we receive the Lord's Supper. Yes, it is those words when we join with the people of God in speaking the things that were spoken on Palm Sunday. We sing Hosanna in the highest. We sing blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We sing that he is our king. And I invite you today that as we sing those words that have become so very familiar to us, that you might for a moment sort of close your eyes and imagine that Jesus himself is riding down this aisle upon a donkey, that he is coming here in order that he might save you. I invite you to imagine that because it is true. Oh no, he won't ride in on a donkey, but he is here to save you. And if we can truly take in that truth, then those praises that we are to sing will come quite naturally. Yes, that one who raised up Lazarus from the dead is coming today to raise you up out of the death of your sin. Again, if you can take in that truth, take it into your heart, well then indeed you will be ready to sing. The hosannas will be heartfelt, and the blessedness of Jesus will be much easier to bellow. You will rejoice that the Lord is so good to you. Yes, the one who raised up Lazarus comes here today to raise you up out of your death. He comes to give you new life. He comes that the binds of sin might be removed and that you might be free. For that is what the people of God are, free and ready to sing. Oh, you can reject his word. You can decide that you want to keep your stony heart. That's what the religious leaders did that day and they succeeded. But they were found to be without a voice that day. All they could do was try to silence those who cried out. But it didn't work. Do you see that praise was going to be sung that day? It would be sung regardless. Whether it was by those people that God had turned from stones into singers or whether it was the stones themselves alongside the road, the praises would be sung. And the same is true today. The praises will be sung regardless. But those of us who confess our stony heart and give to God our confession of sins are given new hearts of flesh by Jesus. And we will sing. And if we were not to sing, well then God could take those very pebbles upon our altar and make them sing in our place. Today, Jesus comes to save you. Jesus comes to give you a heart to herald his praise, a spirit to sing of his glory, and a tongue to tell of his deeds. Jesus comes to save you. In his body and in his blood, the very body and blood that rode on that donkey, the very body and blood that stood before Pilate, the very body and blood that hung upon the cross, he comes and we sing. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Amen.